Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. Planning a wedding is full of boxes to check. You have the guest list, the music, the flowers, and many, many more things. But make sure that you're putting the thought into the biggest piece, the actually getting married. So today we're going to talk about writing your own vows and how it can be a way to personalize your day. So Tara, when we're talking about writing vows, I think let's get the uh, big question out of the way that um, everybody has, whether they know it or not, when you when you go to take this on. When should you write your vows? I would definitely say the sooner rather than later. This gives you time to think through them and potentially, you know, I, I would always encourage my couples that say we're going to write our own vows is to first just start jotting down all your thoughts, you know, all of the, the whys of why do you love them? Why do you want to get married? You know, what inspires you about them? You know, just why do you love them? And sometimes that takes some time just to kind of really get all those thoughts together. And so I say, give yourself time to kind of write that down, you know, a couple months before, maybe let's just say four months before is a good, good time frame. I think where you probably have a lot of the big wedding details out of the way. So you can focus on more of the emotional parts of your wedding day. And then as you start to really put those into the sentences that you plan to say on your wedding day, don't wait till last minute. Don't do that the night before. Actually have it done weeks in advance, even maybe a month in advance. So again, you have time to practice it. You have time to you know, share it with others if you want to, to get their input and really perfect it to make sure that it reflects what you want to say. So I have uh, two two things that are going through my head uh, as you're saying all this. So it doesn't sound like this is a greatest of endeavors for serial procrastinators. Um, is that a pretty accurate <laughs> statement? <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely have uh, def witnessed the groom who that morning is writing his vows out. Um, and it came together nicely. So I guess it really kind of depends on how those those thoughts flow through. But if you're not somebody with an overly emotional thought process, it probably will be a little harder to write those. And it's, I would say it's usually the bride who wants the vows to be more personable and not the repeat after me's where the groom is like, okay, like, let me see if I can write something. Um, and definitely that was the case for my husband. So I, I would definitely say, yeah, if you're someone that is a procrastinator or not good with coming up with the right words to say, take time. Sure. Yeah. The, the uh, process that you were talking about kind of reminds me of, let's take a step back to high school where you had to learn how to write the junior research paper. I think that's something that everybody in the country did, but uh, I, I remember uh, being in high school a couple of years ago uh, that uh, the, the process that we were we were uh, forced to go through was to um, have note cards that were organizing your thoughts and then you would uh, build the research around each of the different points. And this doesn't really sound difficult today after 
doing a bunch of things like this professionally. But back then it was just the most daunting of tasks you could possibly have. And what it was really, um, what, what it was really doing was teaching you how to eat the dinosaur, if you will, in ways to, to take an approach. So I definitely uh, would, would echo what you're saying there. Um, and I like the uh, themes that you put together. So think about why you love the person you're getting ready to marry. Think about why you want to marry him. Think about what you're looking forward to. Think about some of your favorite memories and, and being able to put those things into um, thoughts that you uh, start writing vows off of, I think is a, is a good thing. And, you know, the, the only other step that I would maybe throw in is uh, get your thoughts in order and then just figure out how you're going to structure it. If you're, if you're going to go in a linear timeline or if you're going to kind of Tarantino the thing and jump around a little bit. Absolutely. So after, after we've gotten, gotten out of the way, the uh, don't do this the morning of, don't do this the night before, um, that, that's the other thing. The night before the wedding, you have no idea how much stuff you're going to have going on. And uh, it's probably way more than you think. And if nothing else, it's you know, trying to be present with your family and friends and uh, having a, a big important thing that's a major uh, part of the day that you're still in the middle of isn't necessarily something that I would suggest. Um, but so we know that you want to be in front of this. We know that you want to have everything, you know, pretty much done well in advance. So how long should personalized vows be? Yeah, really, I, you know, obviously it's your wedding day and your emotion and your feelings that you're saying. So, you know, for me to sit here and say what's average may not be the right thing for you because you want it to your ceremony to really reflect to you guys. So don't feel like you have to put a time stamp on it, but I would say on average, one to two minutes is usually plenty of time to get the basics put out there um, and move on with your ceremony without it, you know, potentially making your ceremony last longer than you probably, you know, want to. I would say that typically we'll see more personalized vows in the non-traditional, you know, Catholic ceremonies. So their ceremonies are already usually a little bit shorter. So sometimes when you're writing your own vows, that helps kind of lengthen that ceremony. You don't feel like it took you longer to walk down the aisle than it did for your actual ceremony, which I never encourage, um, where your Catholic masses typically already last a long time and you already, you know, you have the repeat after meets of, you know, your I wills and all that. And so definitely um, make it so you know that you're getting your point across, um, but don't feel, you know, don't be like, oh, mine's three minutes. I got to cut it down. Like, no, like if you need three minutes to get out what you feel, then take as much time as you need. Next thing that we want to talk about is when you decide that you're going to write your vows, what do you think is the process for determining that you want your own vows and, and what you're going to put into it. Is there, is there anything that you would say outside of not being a procrastinator that makes you think, Hey, maybe I want to do this as opposed to uh, following a repeat after me type of uh, format. Yeah. The first thing that I would say is do some research. There's definitely more out there than just the traditionals. Do you, do I promise to, you know, blah, blah, blah. That definitely, if that's not your case, there are still other repeat after me's that are more personable, or you can change a few words to make it more to you guys. So, if writing the entire vow process seems a little, you know, too daunting and not something that the words are going to flow naturally for you, then maybe you do look into something that's already been created, but is a little more personable than the traditional vows. 
Um, so that's where I would say start is really figure out, do you want to write everything or do you want to write just a few sentences that you both will utilize and repeat that are still, again, more personable to you? The, the next step that I would is really talk through to each other about what you expect um, and kind of have a game plan in mind. It's, you know, definitely it's up to you guys if you want to share your vows prior to your wedding day. I think it's always really nice and sentiment if you don't share them with each other. And maybe you share just like a few things of this is what I plan to write about to usually help the, the groom or your fiance kind of get some pointers of where they need to start. Um, but maybe not reveal everything that you plan to say so that there is some surprise and some of that emotional factor that you haven't heard those words before. Um, but definitely have a plan like, okay, how long is yours going to be? Because it does seem a little awkward if the bride's is two minutes long and the groom's is 15 seconds or vice versa. Um, so talk through about your length and talk through about your tone. Do you plan, you know, is your relationship one that is based on a lot of laughter and you guys are really fun and humor is definitely in your relationship, then maybe it is a more humorous, you know, vows. Like I vow to always do the dishes. I vow to always rub your feet, whatever, you know, you can bring some of that humor into it. I vow to always let you have, you know, guys weekend, um, you know, whatever it may be. I think I had one that said, I, I vow to let you bring home one dog a month and the bride was, um, a, she rescued dogs all the time. And so it's, you know, make it unique to you, but figure out like if you're both going to have that same tone, because if his is really funny and yours is really sentiment, although that may describe your personality, it just may seem a bit awkward to those people watching. And so um, make sure that you guys kind of talk that through of what that's going to look like. Um, and then, you know, definitely read examples of what other people have wrote as their personal vows. Um, sometimes that's really tough because as you start to read all of those examples, you start to get that same, those same sentences in your head. And then you're basically saying exactly what you read. And so you got to be careful of that to try to put it into your own words. And I think that's where it helps for you to start with that process of just writing all your thoughts down without trying to put it into sentences and just write down like, I love that she is caring and loves animals. And I love that she is always going to be there at a at the end of a hard day, you know, with a beer at the front door, whatever it may be, you know, like think through just like little statements of your relationship before putting it in there. Um, so that that will help you with length. It will help you with kind of formulating a plan. And then maybe that's the stuff that you share with each other and then, you know, start to really reflect on how that's all going to come together. Yeah, so the one piece that I'll throw out, um, make sure that there's some mystery in there because my absolute favorite moments when I'm doing audio for a ceremony is the thing that both um, of the couple say. And there's usually one thing that, that comes up if it's a, a phrase that they use often or just a kind of quirk they have. But when they both mention the same thing and everybody kind of recognizing that, I always think that's one of my favorite moments when I look at the original vows. So let me ask you this. Um, do you think that any of the thought process on whether or not you do repeat vows or original vows should hinge on what kind of uh, ceremony you're going to actually have? And so what I'm specifically asking is uh, if it's a cousin who's performing the, the ceremony, who's trying to get from point A to point B with 
point A being walking down the aisle, point B being cocktail hour, then, you know, maybe adding some personal flair by, by doing your vows is a, a good idea. But what if you hire the professional wedding officiant who does have the meetings and gets to know you and plans to talk about you and your journey as a couple? Are our original vows still something that fits in or is that anything that you would consider? Yeah, I mean, I find that a lot of the personal vows kind of tell your story usually about your relationship. Um, so if, although we didn't write our vows completely, we did do just like a few ad libs within our what our officiant was going to say. We we had some element of the story of our relationship and, you know, how we met unexpectedly and, it, you know, did the whole long distance thing for a while. And so when you do your own vows, if you plan to share a story about how you met or how your relationship is, you want to talk through that because you don't want your officiant, which is usually during those meetings, they get to know your relationship and the quirks about your relationship and why you love him or her. Um, and so if they already plan to talk about all that stuff, and then you're just kind of, you're coming back in and you're saying it as well, then, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, we just heard that kind of thing. Now, granted, it's going to have way different emotion when you're saying it. Um, but yeah, if it's your cousin, they're probably, and someone who's ordained, who's just doing it on the side is probably not going to have as much insight, ideally, you know, into exactly what you plan to say um, in, in the same way that somebody who's actually having those premarital counseling meetings with you and really getting to know you and asking those direct questions that typically lead to those vow questions. And so just figure out who's telling the story. If they're, if your officiant's going to tell a story about your relationship, then you probably don't need that storytelling within your vows. Um, so just kind of have that conversation ahead of time. And we come back to the full circle that we always make. I feel like in every single episode, make sure that you communicate up front and uh, put as many things as appropriate on the table between all parties to make sure you all know how the uh, ceremony is going to go. So uh, anything else that you would throw out in terms of writing your own vows uh, from an advice or direction kind of standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I would just I'd give you a few pointers would be, you know, they are vows. And so definitely, you know, if you, you usually would want to make some promises. And so, you know, I promise to love you forever. Um, but, you know, kind of go in more depth than that. Like, again, like if you're quirky, I promise to always bring you a hot cup of coffee when you wake up in the morning, you know, whatever it is that makes you, you guys unique. Um, I just, oh, I, don't, I can't remember if it was this past weekend or the weekend before, but uh, I was watching a wedding video that we did and he vowed to always make sure her car was full of gas. Um, and so it's just, again, they just brought their own little quirkiness. Everybody started laughing um, and I knew the bride. And so I asked her, I said, do you run out of gas frequently? And she said, yes. <laughs> and so, you know, definitely, you know, vow to, to do something that's going to be what's the foundation of your marriage. Um, and then make sure that you, you know, limit the jokes. I mean, the inside jokes obviously are, are for you guys and you're going to know more and you want some humor, I would think, in those vows. Um, but you obviously, you're not up there roasting your bride or groom. You're not up there as a stand-up comedian. And so people want to hear that heartfelt, that emotion. And trust me, your significant other wants to as well. So take that time and try to eliminate um, too many of the jokes. Um, 
definitely practice. Um, practice saying them in the mirror, practice saying them to the friend. Again, if you're not wanting each other to hear them, then don't do that in the same household, um, but practice it so that you, it becomes more familiar, the word choices that you use. And that will make like, if you start to read it and you fumble on the same word, every time you're practicing, change that word because you're gonna fumble on it on your wedding day too. And sometimes that's fun. Sometimes that's what makes, I mean, my, we did repeat after me's and my husband still stumbled. Um, so, you know, it's fine. Um, the other thing I would say is put it on nice cardstock. I have seen way too many weddings where they pull out this, you know, folded up tiny piece of paper that still has the like fringe on it from their notebook. Um, and it just, that just doesn't photograph well. Um, it's also um, easy to blow away, which I have seen that happen. And the groom just had to wing it. Um, but luckily he had practiced it. So he kind of knew what he was going to say. I have had grooms that have done it on their phones. Again, that is not the best to photograph if you're just pulling out your phone and reading and then happen to scroll up. And so put it on index cards, put it on cardstock, have your officiant keep it with them and then just hand it to you right before you're going to read it and then get it back so that hopefully you can keep it. Um, and hopefully you're not like us where we just lost ours and we're going to celebrate 10 years. And I was like, oh, we need to read the letters that we wrote to each other and the parts of the vows that we did write. And I have no idea where I put them, <laughs> um, probably because it's three kids later. And so it's with some of their crap that I had to move so they wouldn't touch it, I'm sure. So I was going to say, blame it on the kids. That's easy. You, you have, you, <laughs> yeah. you know exactly where they are. The kids did something with them. Um, exactly. I moved them the same time they broke our unity sand base so it's somewhere in the house because I was like oh they just broke that I should probably move these too so they don't get a hold of them um but yeah no idea where that is this morning the uh, soap dispenser from one of our bathrooms is just gone gone I, I don't no know where it is. we have two exactly. kids we have two kids and no soap dispensers um seems like a great combination <laughs> and that podcast on parenting is coming soon ladies and gentlemen yeah, uh, but absolutely. yeah, the last, the last piece of advice I would say is hold yourself accountable that you made those vows on your wedding day and you should live up to them and allow that all the friends and family that are standing by your side on that wedding day hold you accountable too. Um, and if you need to read them every month to remind yourself, then read them every month because you, you clearly are getting married for a reason. And if you took the time to really look at your relationship and write it all down, then make sure that you vow to keep that throughout your entire marriage. But more than anything, just make sure when you're thinking about the party, when you're thinking about the playlist, when you're thinking about everything that you're gonna be doing with flowers and decor and all of that, make sure that you actually put some thought into what you're actually doing that day, which is getting married. And, and you know, I, I always uh, tell people, don't do the five minute ceremony. I mean, do, do more than that, make it be something, you know? And, mm -hmm. and put some level of production into it. So if it's getting a uh, highly entertaining, efficient, if it's uh, writing your own vows, which is obviously what we're talking about today or, or something, just do something to make sure that you, you personalize it and put the actual just diligence and effort into the getting married part of your wedding day. Yep, the party only lasts one night. The marriage hopefully is forever. Exactly. So anything else before we get out of here? That is a wrap, I think. All right. Well, all uh, wedding planning couples, enjoy writing your own vows. And until next time, take care. Cheers and happy planning. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!